had this. I, I was gonna say, hey, are we gonna do our podcast? And you're like, I haven't done my podcast in like since this happened. And I'm like, let's go. Go dummy, go beast on them. I go beast. Go deep, I OG on What's up? It's your man B Holmes back with another episode of Doors to Success. I'm your host, B Holmes, and we go teach you how to knock, open, and conquer the different doors of success in your life. Very excited. Today we have a special guest. We have Elizabeth Eldago with us, and she is the owner and operator of Rise, which yeah. is a PR branding firm. Yes. I'm excited to be here, Brendan. Hey, before I know we we half opened yeah. our can. Softly open, I promise. So, okay. <laughs> well, we want to give a big shout out to our unofficial sponsors, Red Bull and Bubbly. Shout out to uh, Cavu, it's a firm I invest with that we did Bubbly and a few others. But Red Bull, unlike Bubbly, we got to get you here with us as a sponsor. So crack this open. Ooh, it's Ooh. like ASMR. Mm-hmm. Love it. There we go. And now we can officially start. So, Liz, catch us up. So, we met through a mutual friend. You do some of our um, PR stuff and some of our social media stuff for our gym, Transform. Mm-hmm. How did you meet Lou? Back us into that relationship. Yeah, of course. Um, by the way, side note, I've always loved bubbly. And sparkling water is my favorite. I don't drink soda or juice. Mm-hmm. I love sparkling water. Bubbly is one of my favorites. Just well, thought I'd let you know. <laughs> thank you, the the Holmes kids. Thank you. My <laughs> anytime if you want bubbly, we've got I've got it all here in the fridge. Yeah, I'll just stop by. Like, hey, I it's all you. Bubbly. But anyways, back to your question. Um, I started Word by Lolo in uh, 2019, which is my podcast, mm-hmm. and I met Jose and Omar. I'm sure you're familiar with that drip sweat. Yep. And they're like, hey, you should really do an episode with Louie. Louis Gucci. And I was like, who's that? And it's like, oh, it's a transform. They have a, a, a gym and, you know, his fiance cast and things like that. I'm like, yeah, that'd be interesting. So I follow Louis on, on Instagram and then finally meet him in person, um, record a podcast and then meet Cass. She trains me. And then the rest is history, kind of. Nope. <laughs> that was like the short version of how I met Louis. So I'm, I'm actually, I've known Lou for seven years. He worked for me doing door to door in California selling yeah. solar, but um, I haven't. Me- I, I met Jose for the first time mm-hmm. like six months ago, and I'm doing my first boxing training tomorrow night. You're gonna love it. What can I expect? Um, definitely punching therapy for sure, <laughs> and I think it's such a good way of cardio. Mm. Like if you give me a choice between, uh, I mean, I like running, but running versus boxing like a boxing sesh with omar or jose ten thousand times drip sweat shout out to you guys yeah they're dope yeah they're the real deal yeah they are uh so jose he even came uh jose Jose. and jose both came to our um we had jimmy bluff who is known as the surgeon without surgery um also known as um he does this technique like stripping scraping without Mm -hmm. scraping tools he came last night and did like a whole sage smudge type thing. And Jose was there, which was totally cool, was to have yeah. these big boxer dudes come there doing this meditation with us. So mm-hmm. those guys are legit cool dudes. Yeah. I love Jimmy, by the way. He was awesome. I think he really touched my life when we were doing like the meditation and stuff. And mm-hmm. he's awesome. 
I, I love that I got a chance to like meet him and everything like that. So cool you came. Uh, it's awesome how the connect point. So I think um, what's kind of like, what got you into, because if anyone sees our transform social media, um, Elizabeth is like the brains behind that. So kind of tell us what got you into PR, social media, kind of doing this vein. How long you been doing it for and what kind of got you into it? Officially with yeah. Rise, two yeah. and a half years. And, um, but ever since out of high school, I knew I wanted to do marketing. <laughs> and it's funny because I didn't know the difference between marketing versus branding. Like marketing puts money in your pocket. It can be measured. Branding, you can't see the ROI, but you can definitely see how effective it can, you know, be for a brand, a business, a company to be successful. So I worked for an agency. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I think one of the owners there that used to be um, the owner when they were in business um, was really nice to me. Super cool guy. I graduate high school. I leave for like a year and a half. I go back with them. And um, yeah, I mean, I learned a lot like about how to manage accounts and social media. But I always knew that I had something more to give. It was my creative ideas. Right. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring Kanye into this conversation because I freaking love his stuff like he is legendary like f the way his mind works whatever his personal stuff like i don't really care about that but his creativity behind yeezy behind mm -hmm. his music is i relate to him so much yeah. because just the way that when he created through the wire which is one of oh, his yeah. first albums it's like his jaw was broken in three pieces right mm -hmm. and i relate to that so much because it's like no one believed in him right mm -hmm. And I actually just did my first event in February for Bagels and Branding, an yep. idea that I, I told you about. And in that same kiln, the boss that or the person that I was working for for the marketing agency, he bet a thousand dollars in a conference room in some place in kiln that I would fail. He said that I wasn't uh, I wasn't going to be taken seriously because I, I looked like a kid. And that I didn't know how to manage accounts properly, that whatever they were doing was the right way that I didn't know what I was doing, right? Is this the same so, guy we were talking about? No, not the same guy, but what? this is some, some, oh my gosh, if I told you. But, um, you know, I learned a lot from that, yeah. from that. And so it was in that moment where, you know, you were talking about a dream versus a vision. Mm -hmm. And I always saw myself since I was a little girl, like I have to, I'm going to speak in front of people one day. Yeah. I'm going to live life to the fullest through what I know. Uh, how to do and 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 what I do like and and what I love right. Mm. So I was like my creative ideas, business. I come from a, a family that's been an entrepreneur like since I was born, right? My dad mm. used to sell cars. Now they have a painting business, things like that. So it's like I I have the drive in me. Um, but all in all, like ever since I was younger, it's creativity. I'm a writer. Um, I see things in a way that not a lot of people see them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it just takes one conversation, right? Like, like let's say with a client or a friend. Mm -hmm. Hey, like, I want to do this or that. Hey, you know what? You should do this, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, like, why didn't I think of that? I'm like, it's because, you know, I know what I do. Like, I love what I do. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I'm going to create something. And I'm going to create my own, my own agency. At the time, I thought it was marketing. And then fast forward, I'm like, I'm a little more, a little bit more educated, right, in, in what marketing is and taking a course at Yale. That was an adventure. Um, 
and just dealing with a lot of different people from all walks all walks of life right mm -hmm. like let's say the local mom and pop shop to you know people who are the big dogs right asking me to go to LA every month to um, host a like an event for them like a private session for their for their team or whatever and it's like the more the more that I grow the more challenges come mm. you know but to answer fully like the question like how did I know that I was gonna do that mm. is just like my creativity like mm. I can't I, I can't say it enough it's creativity like branding is creativity 1000% I love the fact is. too that you're that we talked about the vision and a dream and an yeah. idea right and then also, um, you had that, but then, because if people ask me, like, hey, when did you know that you were going to do that? It's like, I didn't. I just got busy. I just got working. Mm -hmm. I got in movement, in motion. Yeah. And then it appeared to me. Like, the end result is what I have my vision, but how I get there, I don't know, but that's how we got there. It sounds mm -hmm. like that's a lot how you just get hustling. You just get grinding. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. So what is, um, tell us about bagels and, and branding. Tell us about that idea and what that is and, and how people can look it up or get into it. I hope I don't burp. <laughs> oh, you're good. No, you're fine. Don't even. Uh, uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. So bagels and branding, how it came about. I uh, know Tony Acosta, right? Hey. And he had been wanting, I've been wanting him on my podcast for the longest time. And so the first podcast that I recorded was in 2021, like sometime at the beginning of the year. I somehow deleted the episode. Excuse me. <laughs> I somehow deleted the episode and I was like so embarrassed to tell him, hey, like I accidentally deleted the episode. I don't want you to think that I don't like you. Yep. And so fast forward, whatever. He invites me to be on his his podcast at Title One, mm -hmm. which is where we're having our event on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, this place is cool. So we were there to record an episode for him. Excuse me. And then for myself. And so I was like, okay, cool, whatever. But before going to the actual recording, my mom had asked me to go get some Einstein bagels. Mm. And I was like, I love Einstein bagels. Like, okay, cool, I'll, I'll be back. And then on my way back home, I was like, I really need to come up with an idea of what I'm going to record with Tony because – I feel so embarrassed, you know, and so him having a little bit more background on like a little bit of marketing and stuff like that and his own journey with mm. his brand, I'm sitting there eating breakfast and I'm looking at the bagel, right? And like I told you, creativity, like my mind, I feel like it works in, in a matter of ways and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to talk in front of people, mm -hmm. but I've never given the chance. I think that one of the biggest challenges is that I'm short um, and not having to say that I'm a woman, I feel like I've had to fight as much as any man or woman has had to fight for whatever they want, right? Mm. But I think that my height has always been a problem mm. because I'm like, maybe the people are not going to take me seriously, whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to create my own thing. And so I'm looking at the bagel and I'm like, bagels and branding. Mm. It came like that, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll title the episode Bagels and Branding. And so the time came closer and closer, and as we're recording, the podcast finishes. I'm like, Tony, I have a vision to do X, Y, and Z. And it's going to be Bagels and Branding, and I'm going to talk about branding. You can talk about how, you know, you create your content and a little bit about marketing, whatever. But this is going to be a thing. We're going to create a, a tribe of people interested in um, branding yeah. and how to use that 
to better their personal brand, their business or whatever. And so that's what it is, you Love know. It. And it's just, it, it's, it was an idea, and now it's a reality. We're on our second event. So Saturday. cool. Like, so talking to Liz Hidalgo, who is the CEO founder of Rise PR. I'll say Rise Marketing. Brandy. Rise Branding. But we do do PR. Uh, do, yeah, you do, well, that's what we were talking about. Sorry. Yeah. Does the branding. We're talking about bagels and branding. I just, so uh, you've, you've, you've rock and rolled there. You've got your bagels and branding thing. You're rock and roll there. You've got a couple other things that I know of. But I really want to focus on with this podcast is this, this concept that we were, we were talking about. We were supposed to be talking about the Transform social media brand, my brand, some of the companies. So I've got eight companies I'm the CEO of and I need some help on some of my social. So I want to pick your brand on some of it. Mm-hmm. We got talking about people that have hurt you that have thwarted your progress mentally or emotionally in business, right? Mm-hmm. And and I wanted to bring this on the podcast because I was going to talk about this this week anyway because I had in the B print, I do coaching mm-hmm. and mentoring in business and I had three people that have been stuck and it's about this things of people have hurt them so that they've kind of formed these mental blocks and I've had to go in and tap into their spirituality, emotional self to just help them move so that the financial could flourish. Right. And, uh, we were sitting there and I had this, I I was going to say, Hey, are we going to do our podcast? That was like my next thing I was going to talk to you Mm -hmm. about. And you're like, I haven't done my podcast in like, since this happened. And I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> let's go let's go do it right now you're like are you serious i'm like yeah i'm serious yeah so i know it's going to be a little raw but i think that people it just seems to be a thing right now that there's so many blocks in people's brains mentally spiritually emotionally from people that get hurt but to see someone like you still thriving and doing what you're doing and know that you've been hurt i've been hurt people have done us wrong and we've shared some of those examples together and still move forward, I mean, tell us what you feel about that topic. I guess I'm feeling like just say, what are your thoughts on that? Like, tell, let's talk about it. Let's have that combo, but on, on tape, yeah. put it on wax, because I think it's so vital for people to hear this higher level conversation and realize it's okay. It happens to everybody. For sure. And how do you move through that? Definitely. Thank you. Because, I, I mean, I started with two guys. And I can't believe I'm saying this like so raw, but I'm I'm just here to to help, mm-hmm. not myself first, you know, and anyone who happens to come across this episode. Um, I started with two people, uh, amazing, super talented uh, guys, designers. Um, not gonna say their names, but they know who they are if they happen to listen to this. And you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> I got nothing but love for you. When really, it's my time, still. I'm going to say the name. <laughs> no. And we're in a legal dispute, and I'm going to say your name, and it's all on. So uh, she's so being bad. nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm being way too nice. No, I'm kidding. No, all love. All love. Um, we started. I'm like, hey, you guys. I uh, I actually reached out to one of them, right? It's like, hey, dude, I have this vision. Um, create the logo for me. These are the core values. This is the mission. We're going to make money. Just watch. It's like, no, I'm hype, this and this and that, cool. Then I get another guy from California, good friend too. Like, no, this is awesome. Then a third guy, right, that I went to high school with, never talked to the guy. He was like popular kid in high school. And then soon enough, he ended up like, you know, being a part of this this project. And so I was very forward. I was like, you know, I'm the founder 
And I want you guys to be on my team, mm -hmm. but I am going to be making a lot of difficult decisions moving forward. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. Let's do it. Right. So our first year of business, we did like business card orders and a couple of uh, construction companies here in Utah, like their logo and just a couple of branding materials, you know. And then I was like, no, this needs to be bigger. I was working a nine to five at a call center and I was making what, 2000 a month. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, man, like what I would do for like an extra like 500 a month, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I got with the guys every month. And there was a point where it was, it was every Monday we would talk about, like, what we were going to execute. And I started to see, like, it was just, like, less of an interest, you know, every time that that um, that we would meet. And I was like, well, it's because people want money, you know. But then I thought about it. I'm like, no, like, they don't – I don't think they see the vision like I do. Mm -hmm. I really don't. So we get our first big client, and they get excited. The third guy ends up not working with, with me anymore didn't even see rise rise mm -hmm. um and these two guys start with me one of them leaves out of the blue says hey i can't work with you anymore i'm like dude we have like ten thousand fifteen thousand dollars like coming to us i can't do websites <laughs> like help me mm -hmm. you know and so he was like nah dude like i just got signed with some really like big YouTubers. I'm gonna be their full time graphic designer. I'm like, you know what? I'm happy for you. I was, I am still genuinely happy for him. Sure. Super talented dude, and I will always accept the fact that their work is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's on another level. It's it's what I love, you know. And so he leaves, and I stay with you know my only designer, right? And so I don't know. Sometime in the summer, he goes, "Hey, I can't work with you anymore." And before he stopped working with me, I started noticing um, that he, the energy just wasn't there anymore, mm -hmm. you know. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? And I, and I do admit, like, I feel like because I am so passionate about this business and I want to see it rise, I, I'm very um, particular mm. about projects, right, and working with clients. And I remember saying, I cannot show this to a client. This is not your best work. You need to show me your best work. Like, I know what's inside of you. Like, what's going on? A few of his family members passed away from COVID, things like that, you know. And mm. so I understood. And I was left with no team. Mm. And I was like, now what? Now I have to do it all. Like, literally, I was doing all of it on my own, too. Uh, but now I really had, like, six clients at the time mm -hmm. doing everything on my own. Mm -hmm. And nobody knows that. <laughs> um, but I'm being very raw here. And so I kept it under control, right? And there was nights where I cried, and I missed them. It felt like a heartbreak. Mm. Not going to lie. They were my best friends. And I was like, what did I do wrong? And so you touched on something. You said spirituality. And God is my number one. Without him, I am nothing. Like, I don't care how much money I'm making or where I get to travel to every month. Like, that, to me, it's nothing, right? If I don't have his peace, his grace, and his mercy for my life, I'm literally nothing, mm -hmm. right? And so it was in these moments where I saw people just do me wrong and just leave me in in the dust right okay maybe that wasn't their vision and mm. that wasn't their dream right i understand that but i still felt hurt and i felt i felt really hurt right mm -hmm. so around the same time i lose a client did all this work for this person right this this lady makes 
over a million, right? And I'm like, yeah, she's never, I'm never going to have issues with how, having her, like, not pay me, right? She doesn't pay me. Mm. And I'm like, um, excuse me, like, I worked, you know? And, and I cried after the call. I was very assertive, very put together. And I was like, it's okay. Like, I don't need your money, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't need it. And, and I really didn't, right? Like, i rather choose my peace over whatever was going on. So when, when, um, when we clicked the, the Zoom call, I was left in tears. I'm like, how can I be disrespected in this way? And that was my, one of my, not my first hit, actually. I just remember when I, when I lost, like, money the first time. But this was, like, one of the times that I had lost, like, a good chunk of money and a good chunk of time, mm. right? Like, it was, like, a creative campaign and just a lot of, like, my ideas, right? And to see that person still use my ideas and, like, never paid me, mm. that is when you can grow bitter or better, mm -hmm. as cliche as it sounds. And so... Just to stop there for a second, um, there there were moments where I was like, F you. Yep. Like, you are a piece of crap of a person. And so I started noticing that it didn't matter if it was a mom and pop shop or if it was just a consultation a month for a, for a person who was just starting their business um, or if it was a, like a person who made a good amount of money, they're... they're successful, whatever, I knew that my end goal was to help people, mm -hmm. right? Is to genuinely be of service. Because at the end of the day, your brand is a reputation, right? Mm -hmm. It's the service that you provide. And so when I started to get more educated on this, I started to notice, well, if I want to do branding, I have to live, eat, breathe branding, right? And protect my reputation in mm -hmm. moments where people stab me on the back, right? You were talking about karma, and I, I agree with it, right? And I know that and believe that what God has for you and what ha what um, what's for you and it has your name on it from relationships to business to money to opportunities, mm -hmm. it is yours, and it will always be yours. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Um, I can say, you know, my most recent experience, but I just want to stop there because I feel like that's a good – it's a good um, – point to, yeah, to I hear think, back from you as far as that thank you i think that the you know you get better or better topic cliche it's not cliche it's it's facts it's like a it's mm -hmm. a proven principle and i think the knowing and as after you've been through enough of these experiences in life you've been doing you've been rest for two years you said two and a half two and a half two and a half years yeah. i think um you know this is year 17 for me in the business and at any given time, there's a lawsuit going on. When you get certain levels, like the people just know where there's money and they're just going to say whatever, right? Yeah. And and sometimes I don't care. Sometimes it is what it is. Like it's just over a contract thing or again with not with, we represent banks, we represent installation companies, electricians. Mm -hmm. So there's usually something that we're doing, right? Yeah. One advice, pay, overpay for good accountants and overpay for good attorneys. There's my number one advice. Number two is, um, no, I'm burping. When we had, um, I had a, a friend of mine that worked with us. I recruited a, an 18-man team. He came on, and he ended up taking eight of the guys that I had recruited, all of them, to another company, which is illegal, and then taking two of our accounts, switching them, and then installing them with another company, which is also illegal. And when that happened, I was very hurt, right? And I, and I remember 
when they took the guys, it was like fine. Those are one of them was like my brother in law's brother, and I was like, man, that's really painful. I'm gonna see this guy again. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. And then, but then when he flipped the accounts, my partners are like, well, you got now you got to go do something. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do about it? I'm like, well, we're gonna decide as a team what we're gonna do, and everyone decided that we we're gonna move on it. And I was like, oh man, so. And I kept dragging my feet because I just I just wanted to forgive and let go and move on. Mm-hmm. And I actually did. In fact, the day that it was my daughter's baptism, he sent me this, the guy sent me this text, just seeding, like seeding text message, like, if you don't pay me, blah, 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 blah. And, and the, the lawsuit was like 60 grand. He says we owed him. And it was like, I'm going to, and he like threatened my kids, my wife, like really bad stuff. I got another, and so right before this, I'm supposed to be like spiritually, mentally involved in my daughter's moment. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like completely derailed, right? Like, I'm like, oh, you, you jerk, like, yeah. bitch, like, I'm angry. Yeah. And then to, he'd, he'd reach out to all of the, our employees and sent them this the FBI is looking into Brandon and da da da, and B Holmes is this, 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 this. And I'm like, and I remember talking to one of my mentors, and they're like, look, dude, you've been doing this for 15 years. Like, Everyone knows who you are. You would have been exposed a long time ago. Your resume is just fine. Like, you've been in these situations before, and people know how you act. You're fine. This guy, look at his resume. Just be patient. Let karma do its thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so then when the when the lawsuit came, then I'm like, dude, I forgave you. I let it go. Mm-hmm. Then you came and got our accounts. I still forgave you. And then you sued me. Now we're going to go play your game. So we got our attorneys involved and come to find out when our attorneys answered back, his attorneys dropped the case. They didn't want to represent him anymore because a lot of stuff was falsified. He gets into some stuff with his family, pretty ugly. And they, we get granted $600,000 to to push the lawsuit on him. And the, the judge is like, yeah, you should move forward on that. And I'm like, it's just so crazy. And all my guys, and there were some guys that were like questioning and all of a sudden, I'm, like, completely exonerated. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's no FBI. Like, all that stuff, right? And it's just, like, people can say whatever they want. And the stuff people he talked to, it was really good experience because the people that were all in for me were all in. I mean, your friends will believe you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Your enemies and your haters wouldn't have believed you anyway. And it just allows them to, the line to get drawn, mm-hmm. you know, and see where people fall. And, um, and that I think goes back to that vision idea. I think if you have a vision or a dream, which are really big in, in, in our culture is this idea of having, having visions and dreams where you can have an idea, a thought will come to you as you're working, you're busy, you're moving. And then, Oh, if X equals plus Y equals Z, that's a thought, right? Your brain works it out. But a vision we believe is a gift from the creator that it's put in your mind and that's something you have to adhere to or the visions will stop coming. The dreams will stop if you don't act on a dream that's given. Mm-hmm. So if you have a dream, no matter what, no matter how many lawsuits come, no matter how many people hate on you, no matter how many friends turn to enemies or whatever, if you've been given that dream, that vision, you need to push. Mm-hmm. And I think you're doing that. And it's really beautiful. That's why when I heard you say I hadn't done my podcast for a while, I'm like, get up. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go record this. Because there's one other thought that I wanted to hit on too. So the bitter or better, thank you. That's awesome. We, that's that's we need to make sure people realize that they have a choice. The other idea here is 
you had said something that really sparked me wanting to talk about this, which is you said, I got really emotional and I need to work on that in me, which I think you introspecting is really, really important. So talk about that a little bit in that you look back and said, what did I do? And you, uh, you saw this thing inside of you that you feel, what's the word? I don't want to say weakness, but you feel was something you needed to change. And I have advice. I've got, a, I got some advice I want to share because this is what I was going to share with, about, with the other guys. And I want to share it with you because I feel like it's so important. So tell me a little bit about that thought because I think the introspection and the accountability is really valuable. But I think sure. the thing that you said, I got some advice from some hard experiences I could share. So the emotional part of me, mm-hmm. when last night when Jimmy, when I was listening to Jimmy, he was like, you know, a heartbreak didn't like phase me just for a week. It phased me for years, yep. right? And last night I let go of a lot of trauma, mm. for sure, 100%. I was on the floor and I was praying to God. I was like, God, take everything away from me, right? I saw you. I saw your eyes open. Really? Yes. I was. I don't know why I like zoned <laughs> in on you. I was helping him light the this, this smudge, yeah. right? If <laughs> the lighter wasn't working, so I was following him around, and I saw you with your eyes open. And I'm like, she's working on something. Yeah. That's so interesting <laughs> to hear. I, I like the tears were rolling down my eyes, and mm-hmm. it's funny because I was talking to your wife and you before this even started, and I told her about the yoga instructor that mm-hmm. I met in Arizona, mm-hmm. Nicole. Nicole, I'm, I'm sure she's going to listen to this. Nicole Warren. And um, I did hot Pilates. Um, I went to Arizona, and um, I was going through, like, me having, like, all these clients on me. I was like, Mom, Dad, I have to go to Arizona. I have to, like, not work for a week or two, right? And so I remember taking hot Pilates, and I laid down, and the same thing happened. I didn't know I was crying. I just felt my tears roll down my eyes, and I remember I told you briefly I was like, you just have to find the right yoga instructor. And mm-hmm. then that was that. And then we all went to to wait for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And so when they did the whole um, meditation thing, I'm like, I, I don't know how I feel about this, but I'm I'm here to have an open mind and open heart. Yeah. And, you know, I, I trust God and there's a plan and purpose for everything, right? So that whole, like, trauma really, like, really got to me. And I know I got kind of, like, sidetracked with it. But um, anyways... With business, the emotional side, um, I love what I do. And I think that anybody that knows me, uh, my mom and dad are my biggest critics. I hardly hear a, wow, you did freaking amazing. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's great. What's your next move? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And I think that's why I am who I am today because of my mom and dad, right? Mm-hmm. Like them pushing me so hard. Don't you think, oh, hold on, mm-hmm. sorry. Don't you think that's a cultural thing? Like, again, people see me the white guy, but, but my grandmother's Native American. And it, it is a thing, like, when I would be like, hey, guess what? She'd be like, really, what are you doing about this? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Didn't you just hear, like, I, like, climb yeah. on Everest? She's like, well, your shoes are untied. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that, do you think that's, like, a thing? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, um, why don't you record an episode that you should wash the yeah. dishes more? <laughs> and I'm like, man, like, you are. You're, and then she goes and says, oh. sends hard eyes on, on my Instagram. I'm like, oh, my God, my mom, though. That's so funny. Um, but tying it back to, like, my passion and, and why it's um, it's hard for me not to be emotional. I'm very good in business, mm-hmm. right? Like, you hurt my feelings in business, you you fuck with my money, and I will give you a face where I'm like, okay, cool, that's cool, right? That's cool. But once you touch, like, my work mm. or an idea of mine or whatever it is, that is where I'm just like, this was God-given to me. 
And even though I know that as much as they try to copy me or, or be be like me, whatever, they'll never be me, right? Mm. But there's still this emotional like tie to my work and my ideas when it comes yeah. to business that I know is not healthy mm-hmm. because I will lose sleep. I kid you not, I was sleeping like maybe three hours and I would wake up and I would work. And my dad would wake up and he's like, I cannot believe that you're working mm. at this hour of the night and you look like death. Mm. Like you need to get sleep. And so I was like, man, like it's because you don't see the vision. Like you mm. don't see it. Right. And then I, as I was like meditating and praying and journaling, I noticed that that was a flaw of mine. Mm. Like why take things personal? Like, why be emotional about this? Like, the person already messed you up. They're living their life. Right. Why am I crying? Like, why am I still losing sleep about this? Not only are they living their life, they're not even thinking about it, Exactly. They're not. So that's just what I struggle, like, literally, like, a few months ago. And um, I don't know. Like, it's it's a a constant battle. I think healing is a daily thing, Mm -hmm. right? Um, and as much as you can be faithful and believe in God, we're human, you mm-hmm. know, and especially in business, I've realized there's a lot of nasty people. Like there's a lot of people who have tried to mess me up or hire me and say, oh, you're just, do you even know what you're doing? Before walking into your office today, I saw an email and, um, th- <sighs> I was like, what? How, the audacity, mm. right? It's like, oh, it's because, um, yeah, we decided to go with someone else who has a degree. Mm. And I'm like, uh, can I see their resume? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and it's just like little things like that that I'm like, you know, like, take that emotional part away from you. What has your name on it is yours. So hopefully that answers the question. But I, I have a hard time, yeah. like, not taking it too, like, emotionally personal. This is this is one of those nuggets that I'm going to share with you that's taken me literally 15 years to learn, and it's taken my wife. Do, and I didn't learn this one through business. Like, it's mm-hmm. taken having a partner live with me every day to help teach me this one. And I'm going to share it with you, and if you like it, great. If not, yeah. you're going to like it. <laughs> okay. So here's my, here's my thesis, my hypothesis, and my conclusion, which is you – you introspect first i want to give you your flowers for being able to introspect and have the first question be like is it i uh, you talk about god i'm also christian i'm christian and i'm a big believer and i i learn a lot and i one of my favorite lines or stories parts in the bible in the new testament is when christ says one of you will betray me and the disciples all go around and they ask the question which is the the, the question of discipleship and it's not about being a disciple to christ it's just, it's a discipleship to being disciplined. That's what discipleship comes from, right, is being disciplined. And the first question they all ask themselves, but one, is, is it I? Lord, is it I? They all go around and say, is it I? Which is the question of discipleship, Mm -hmm. which means that you're willing to learn and be disciplined enough to learn. Is it me? Is it me? What did I do wrong? And the more you can hone in on that skill, you're going to be very successful. But as to the trait of you being emotional, or the trait of me being, um, how do I say this? I'll use an example of I usually tend to run late. I, run, I can't be on time for anything, right? And it used to drive my wife crazy. And um, opposed to my wife, my wife, um, she over explains things, drives me crazy. And I'm like, 
you don't got to give me all those details all the time. Like, why do you feel like they need to justify yourself to me? Like, I don't need to, I don't care. I watch her interact with her family and it makes sense because there's a lot of judgment and there's a lot of like nonverbal things and maybe, yeah. and that's how they communicate. Mm-hmm. So she over explains like compensate for a lot yeah. of that. And I'm like, I don't need that from you. So I'm trying to like liberate her, but that's just how she's wired. And me, I tend to run late because I'm, and as I've analyzed this and want to change that about myself, what I've realized is that being late is not the trait or being emotional is not the, the trait that you have. You just care so deeply and passionately about whatever it is you're working on, right? Passion is what it is. And, and mine is, as I care so much about, like we're, we're late right now to our next thing, right? We're late. Oh, shoot. And it's because I get so involved <laughs> in what it is I'm doing in the moment that I just forget because I'm so into what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm paying my assistant to go through and call me five minutes before everything and text me to tell me to leave and map out my time to get me there on time. As I'm paying someone to do that for me. But I don't, I'll change that by having her map my routes. Yeah. But I'm not going to change that about me because what makes me late is also what makes me super spontaneous and will fly to Albuquerque, give my wife 20 dozen flowers or 15 dozen flowers on our 15th year anniversary. And she's the one that realized, like, the thing that I hate about you is also the thing that I love about you. What drives me crazy about you drives me crazy about you. That's awesome. Right? Mm-hmm. So don't, when you introspect, mm-hmm. realize that you being emotional in business you never want that to change. Stay emotional. I know it hurts. I know that's hard. Mm-hmm. But what that does is that's going to keep you super passionate and keep you driven and focused. And you wear your heart on your sleeve, good. There's not enough people out there like that. There's not people that care that deeply, that passionately. So when you're like, I got to change this about myself, I'm like, no, don't. Please don't. Don't. That would be the worst thing. Trying to change who you are. No, present yourself as your product. That is who you are. That's why your stuff is so good. Because you're so passionate about it. It comes out in your work. You change that, your work's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. promise you. Mm-hmm. I start trying to be on time, and my conversations turn shallow. I start looking at my phone, my watch, and I can't connect with people. Yeah. As soon as I stop worrying about the time, like I get involved and I get good where I'm really good. Yeah. So don't take away the thing that makes you you. Mm-hmm. Just put in some stop gaps. Yeah. Like get an assistant to tell you when you got to go to your next thing. Whatever that is create a system mm-hmm. don't change you i love that i i accept your advice <laughs> i accept it 100 uh, percent, and i'm grateful for this for sure so thank you you're welcome honestly it's um like i said god does everything for a purpose and for a plan and i'm at the right place at the right time listening to exactly what i needed to hear right because I mean, like i said my parents are my biggest critics but they also are the people that love me the most right? that's right you got it but um, it's just like, just like sometimes people don't understand that passion. And when people tell me to slow down, to not be too, oh, my God, it's just a design. Like, he just messed up the line. Like, no, like, it has to be yep. perfect. Even though perfection doesn't exist, I've established that with myself. Right. But, like, you, you just confirmed to me that, okay, maybe there needs to be boundaries, sure. right? But I can't change who I am. So in business, that's systems. Just mm-hmm. put not boundaries. Okay. Just put in systems. systems yep. Not put boundaries. in your si- okay. boundaries with people. Systems, systems with, with processes. Yep. Put in those systems. And with my wife, I want to just close with this one because I left her hanging on the 
too many questions. Uh. <laughs> but that, that she asks so many questions that makes her so good at making sure that everyone has what they need. Mm-hmm. That's what makes her a great mom or a great spouse because mm-hmm. she knows everything, right? So if I lost that, I'd be lost. So yeah. keep doing you. You're awesome. Check out Liz. Where they can they find you? Where can they follow you? Um, follow me on Instagram at classic underscore Hidalgo, H-I-D-A-L-G-O. All my links are in the descriptions. You need to get on my podcast. What going? What's your podcast? Um, what is it again? At Word by Lolo on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, any platform. Um, Word by Lolo. Listen up and shout out to B Holmes. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here on Doors to Success. It's your man B Holmes signing off. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Doors to Success podcast. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe for more. Visit bhomes.com for more information on how you can join the B Print.